Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. So what would you, I have, I have my own opinion, what would you recommend for people who are trying to figure out a strategy? And then I still want to talk about your whole 80-20, which is another piece. I don't know how many pieces I'm missing in between. Well, I tell you, I tell you what, um, it, it really starts with 80-20. In fact, let's just go into that because what 80-20 what says is that 80% of what you're doing, you might not even need to be doing at all. Um, right. And that it's, it's really about less, not more so so let here let's let's start with so my 8020 book it has something called the five power disqualifiers which my friend john paul mendocha invented so um the so they are the five things that are always true anytime anybody sells anything to anybody uh and that's a pretty important list so every time anybody ever buys something from you these five things are true they have the money. Always a good starting point. And you'd be surprised how many people skip that part. Oh yeah, like me. Like, like I, I don't know in my early in my sales career, I don't know how many conversations. I thought if we held hands and sang kumbaya long enough that, you know, somehow or another. They'd find it, they'd figure it out, they'd beg, steal, borrow, it would work. Right. Um, and, and, and so they have the money. Never, number two, they have a bleeding neck. There is some kind of urgency why I need to solve this problem. This is why cure is way easier to sell than prevention, even though obviously cures are harder to administer. Number three, they buy into your USP, your unique selling proposition, which means you have to have one. I'm astounded at how many people that are selling something cannot tell you, well, why should I buy from you instead of anybody and everybody else in the whole world? I know. That, um, that is our foundation. We teach that in our first first segment. Yeah. If you don't have this, you have no foundation. You have nothing to stand on. Because no. someone, someone, one of the first ones is going to ask you that question. If you can't answer it, they're going to your competitor. Right. So number four, they have the ability to say yes. Right, they are the decision maker. There's lots of people who can tell you no, but they can't say yes. It's like, well, if you're selling to the engineer, but the engineering manager has to say yes, then you're talking to the wrong guy because you can waste an hour showing him your stuff and he'll go, no, but he's still, but you're still gonna have to do another meeting to get to the next guy. So why are you even talking to the first guy, right? right. And then the last one is it fits their overall plans. Now, as simple as this is, if, if you, well, you write down these five things and then you apply this to whatever you're going to do next, it tells you a lot about where you're going to find the people and why they're going to buy. And it like, okay, you have to have a USP, right? So... 
Um, so 80-20 says that 20% of what you do produces 80% of what you get. And the other 80% of what you do produces 20% of what you get. Now, most people think that this is just sort of a rule of thumb or a phrase. No, it's almost- no, I've done this. I have done financial analysis on multi-million dollar companies. And when we sort it, even on, and there's an average, right? Sometimes it's 75, 25, but there's always in this area where 80% of the income is coming from 20% of the clients. I once sat with a client. I said, now we label all our clients on how annoying they are. And we saw if you took out all of the clients that were like the worst nightmares to deal with, you would lose not that much money. Because 80% was coming from the ones that were okay. Yeah. Oh, it's across the board. It's fascinating. I see it everywhere, everywhere. It's, it's almost like, like Fibonacci's principle. It's like one of these underlying universal patterns. Well, it is. That's exactly what it is. It's like a law of physics. It's like there's Fibonacci. If you're into that, there's Fibonacci patterns everywhere. There's fractal patterns everywhere. 80-20 is a fractal pattern. Now, what fractal means is there's a pattern inside a pattern inside a pattern. 80-20 is fractal. So this is incredibly powerful. This is one of the most powerful things you could ever know in business. So not only does 20% of what you do produce 80% of what you get, 20% of the 20% of what you do gets 80% of the 80% that you get. Oh my gosh, because it's fractal. So it keeps distilling right. down. So 4% of what you do produces 64% of what you get. And 1% of what you do produces 50% of what you get. Oh my gosh, so, I'm obsessed. Okay, I'm so such a numbers geek. I, just, I can tell you're a geek. I just sent you down a huge rabbit hole. You're going to find <laughs> you go through. So you go through almost any spreadsheet in your business. You go through a Facebook traffic report. You go through a Google traffic report, a keyword report, a Google analytics. If you go through product defects, phone calls, size of the customers, profitability of customers, 80-20 squared, 80-20 cubed is almost always true. So, wow. so what? So, so let's let's break it down. One percent, one percent of your work hours last year produced fifty percent of the money that you made last year. I totally agree with that. I can even just ballpark in my head. Think about it. I yeah. totally agree with that. Yeah, you're like okay. There was, a, there was a conversation on February 25. There was a client meeting on May 14. There was a seminar on September 27. There was a Zoom meeting in November. And yeah, like those four things. And the, yeah, that was like half the and deal got last year. And this yeah. is how the world works. Oh my gosh. So I'm a, I've heard 80-20. I never realized it was fractal. The fractal changes everything. I, nobody was talking about that before me. I mean, you could, you could oh, dig cool. really deep into literature and you could find it. It was like, why isn't this like on a billboard? On and this is where you blend the science. This is where Evolution 2.0 marries Facebook and Google traffic yes. and the 80-20. Mm -hmm. Okay, I bow to you now. 80-20 is, <laughs> is the math of natural selection. Got it. So it's really powerful. So it means there's a whole bunch of stuff that you don't need to do. Like one of the things 80-20 means is 
you can almost certainly give yourself a raise by firing a client and and you just won't have to do the work like i could just about guarantee anybody listening if you got a bunch of clients or a bunch of customers five percent of them at least probably ten percent are losing you money you actually make less money by serving the client then you could sip iced tea and like watch the clouds in your backyard and you would make more money than like doing these graphic design projects. 100%. I see now I start firing them before they come in now. Like we've created filters. We know who before they come in is going to lose us money. I just did this today. So my assistant, she's like, this person has, I said, that's going to be an energy suck. We can't help her. Just say goodbye. We can't help her. It's, she's going to suck the energy out of the company and she's still not going to win. Goodbye. Don't let her in. Not at the door. Check them at the door. But oh my gosh, that's amazing. Okay. Okay. So when I was uh, 17 years ago, I, I took an 80-20 book to the coffee shop by Richard Koch. And he, he said, 80-20 has a lot to do with chaos theory. And I was like, hey, wait a minute. Does that mean it's fractal? And I, I jumped up and I went home and I was like, this is fractal. This is everywhere. This isn't just, this isn't just like some Italian economist a hundred years ago. This is everything. Whoa, what? And I was like, I literally, I had all the, I had been in business for a year and a half. And, you know, I, I was what you would expect, like, a year and a half into a freelance career. Like, you know, I got a couple of clients and I'm kind of making it happen. I'm still, you know, figuring it out. And I was like, wait a second. And I get all these pieces of paper and all these traffic reports and financial stuff. And I get it and I, I'm sitting, I'm laying on the living room floor with a calculator going, doggone it, this is, it's all true. And my <laughs> wife, what she comes home from shopping and she's like, what happened to you? Like, I just had like the <laughs> that I ever had in my life. And, 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 and it was like, oh my goodness, I can use this to predict stuff. Okay. How? Okay. So for example, so I was just talking to a guy this morning and I said, we're talking about investing. He's a stock guy. And I said, all right, you know, it's February 2021, February 2022. If you threw a hundred darts at a hundred newspapers and like at you know and hit stocks, and you pick the stocks and you invested in the stocks, 80% of the return would come from 20% of the stocks, and 64% of the return would come from 4% of the stocks, and half of the returns would come from 1% of the stocks. And you can write it in blood that that will happen. You just don't know which ones they are. And then he's like, well, how do I know which ones they'll be? And I go, star principle and simplify. Star principle says, if you're number one in a growing market, you're going to be in the top 20%. The, the stocks that are going to return the most are the companies that are number one in a growing market. Number two is going to make less. Number three is going to make, if you're number two, three, four, five, and six, you're just like, if you're not the lead dog, the, the view's the same. Like, look, look, all the other competitors, they will fight over the scraps. 
and the number one guy is going to make the money. And and so like here, so here here's here's a, a predictive way to use 80-20. 80-20 guarantees you that 80% of the money wants to come from 20% of the customers. So let's say you you're a manager of a Starbucks and you a thousand people come through this week and they buy a five dollar latte. So that's five thousand dollars, right? 80-20 virtually guarantees you that one out of a thousand people will buy a $2,700 espresso machine. Hold on. My, my math brain is going because it's a calculation up. So if you can find something that multiplies up, right, you will have someone who will buy it. Yes. And they're the existing customers. They're not new ones. I think my brain is melting. <laughs> you will love my 80 20 sales and marketing because that is what it's about there's a chapter called the principle of the 2700 espresso machine because if you buy a five dollar latte so what's the multiplier to get to 2700 okay so so 20 percent of the people will spend four times the money and 20% okay. of those people will spend four times more than that. And 20% of those people will spend four times more than that. It's a fractal. And then once you get down there, what's the end multiplier? So it goes all the way until you're down to one person. Right. And, and one and out of the thousand, your multiplier ends up being five into 2,700, which is like 500 something. Well, so, so you, you'll end up with, out of a thousand people, you will end up with one person that will spend somewhere between two and $5,000. Oh my gosh. I can't even explain to you what my brain is doing right now because I've been in this field for 12 years. And so I've worked with hundreds, almost thousands of clients at this point in small and micro businesses. And I'm now applying what you're saying as a pattern on top of what I've seen and I see it, like yeah. I see it, I see it in my business. I see it in the upgrades and the upsells. This is a foundational principle under things that I've been teaching for years without realizing that this is why that teaching works. Yes, it's because inequality, the 80 of, of 80-20 is built into the fabric of the universe. So is this built into a sales funnel as well? Because we usually do, let's say a 10% conversion. A 10% conversion or 10% down, right? So, um, so from attention to interest, right? So Facebook, let's go Facebook ads for a second. How would this apply there? I want, I want to find the pattern application on a, on a marketing tactic. You get the attention, at least Facebook tells you, right? We're forget, forgetting the lying statistics, but let's say true statistics. Yeah. Um, it, it hits 10,000 people. Of those 10,000, how many would click? I usually say 1,000. You can expect, again, you want to ballpark. You want to get it a lot better a ballpark on a 10% down each level. So a thousand click of those thousand, a hundred actually look at your site of those 110, maybe, you know, think about having a call of that. Maybe one has a call with you. So like those are layers. How does this apply to that? Okay. So you run a Facebook ad and you sell a free plus shipping book offer. Yeah. Okay. And, um, and that's just like, that just gets people in the door and it verifies that they're, um, you know, the, they'll spend any money at all, right? Okay, sure. so then you take them to like a $99, 
you know, would you like these videos that explain the book uh, and the, from the seminar we did? All right, so let's say you sell 100 books uh, and, and out of the 100 books, you get 15 people to buy the $100 videos. So that's $1,500. Well, 20% of the 15 people will spend 400 bucks. And 20% of those people will spend 1600 bucks. So um, most people would maybe just sell the free plus shipping offer and then hope they make some money later. But then, you know, some, a lot of people, they'd sell the 10, 15 people times 100 bucks and they get 1500 bucks. But there's another like there, there's another at least $1,000 on the next upsell and there's probably another $1,000 on the next upsell above that. And so you could actually make $4,000 instead of 1,500. If um, you add those layers and those are your expected conversion numbers. Right, right. It's almost a law of physics that the next upsell should generate 80% as much money as the first sale made from a much smaller number of people. Right. And is that, do you use this to calculate prices as well? Yes. In fact, because then you say, okay, yeah, go ahead. Well, so, so if, if you look at, at the, if you look at, like, if you went to the grocery store, if you went to Trader Joe's or, or something, and you looked at the size of people's grocery bill coming through, 20% of the shoppers spend 80% of the money. And so there's a whole bunch of people who like there's a hundred people spend $10 each and that's a thousand dollars, but one person spends a thousand dollars each. And so if, you're, if, if your product offering does not allow people that espresso, does, if it doesn't have an espresso machine, you're just leaving money on the table. Because there's someone who wants to buy it. Yes. And if they don't spend the money with you, they'll spend the money with some, somebody else. And anything that's this, scratching the same itch. So the $5, one, 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 thousandth of those latte buyers, well, maybe they'll buy an espresso machine or maybe they'll go on a espresso cruise in the Mediterranean with baristas all over the boat, all, you know, showing each other their stuff. Or, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe they buy their own coffee roasting company or, or like, it, it's, it's unbelievable how predictable this is. And does it work on the way in also, meaning in terms of traffic flow in, right? So when you take it scientific, so you're not just, you know, mudslinging, calling people and hoping somebody answers. Um, but when you're running predictive traffic, so you've got your foundation in place, you've got a USP, you've got an offer, you've got, you've got those first five, right? You have something that people want, you're solving a problem, you're getting out there, you hit 10,000 people. Is there an expected conversion down to level before they're even buying? just to watch the pattern of the flow of traffic pre-buy. Does this apply there also? Well, 
what's true of, of people before they buy is that there are always signals. Um, so like, for example, a long time ago, do you remember the old style teleseminars before webinars and Zoom where like all these people would get on the line and before you muted, like you could hear all the people like, hello, hello, hello. Yeah. Okay. I noticed, and this is still true on, 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 on webinars and stuff, is that the people who said hello and introduced themselves were much more likely to buy than the people who didn't. Oh, my gosh, yes. So like <laughs> micro engagement and micro commitments, okay? Um, and then of course there's all that's sales touch points. That's the five to seven touch points. That's the engagement. That's the the yeses on the webinars. That's all of that. Yeah, yeah right. You know, they're 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 typing in the chat box and they're engaged and they're like, well, they're much more likely to buy, right? They're more likely to take your phone call, they're more likely to open your emails. And so so like every everything in this whole entire process is 80-20. Number the, from the, the impressions, the clicks, the email signups, the webinar registrations, the interactions in the webinar, the you know the the thousand dollar program, the hundred thousand dollar client, the million dollar you know the the ten million dollar merger acquisition, like from one extreme to the other, from from the pennies. Like if you if you put the incomes of everybody on earth on the 80 20 curve which is a thing you get the top five percent it's the same thing yeah like it will produce there will be a jeff bezos like there will be there's a law of physics that something is going to be worth 750 billion dollars i get it that is just wow all right i think my brain melted it like leaked out of my ears i'm gonna i'm gonna mop it up try to stick it back in this is just absolutely incredible i love how you blended engineering science marketing business physics like i am i'm floored actually takes a lot to floor me as our listeners know i'm usually sitting here going like yeah okay yeah okay now i'm just guys you don't even recognize the genius that you're listening. this is amazing so Barry, tell me at this stage in your business i almost like i'm almost embarrassed to ask you this question but it's only because I know that everyone still has business challenges that I feel like I can even have the nerve to ask you this. What's a current challenge where you're at now? Because I feel like you've just figured out the entire world. Like you can't possibly have a challenge, but I know you have to because you're still a human, you're still well, alive. Okay, so um, I'll, tell, I'll tell you about a phone call I had yesterday. I called one of my friends and I'm like, John, I really need you to help me out. So let me tell you what I told him. So we've started a 501c3 called Science Research 2.0 that specifically funds cancer research that the government won't fund because it's too far out of the standard paradigms. Um, and I, I guess you could get a sort of an idea of what we're doing if you go to cancer re, uh, cancerevolution.org. But um, so we're raising this money and we've, we formed a corporation, like all this stuff. And 
And I go to my mastermind group and like they throw all this stuff at me and I go, all right, John, I am overwhelmed because I want to do part of this. And, and by the way, none of us are getting paid at this point in time. There's, there's three people that have formed this entity and like, we're just trying to bootstrap this thing and get it going. And, and I go, there's some stuff here that is really in my wheelhouse. And there's a bunch of other stuff that I totally do not want to do. And it includes some of the marketing stuff. And I'm like, would you please help me sort this out? And he said, all right, Perry, here's what I want. He goes, he goes, I want to help you. And I, and some other people we know can help. And I think they'll help for free. They'll volunteer to help. What I need you to do, Perry, is you make a sheet of paper, put a line down them in, and on one side, you put all the stuff you like and that you want to do, and then make another list of your, I do not want to do this stuff. And let's get that all sorted out. And then we'll start dividing and conquering. And one of the things I don't even want to do is divide and conquer. I just want to give them the list and I want somebody else like there's, there's a lot of recruiting, there's a lot of phone calls, there's fundraising. And I'm like, I, I cannot do all this. And, and like, like, I am just like anybody else. I get in over my head, I get excited about stuff. Uh, you know, and I pull all the stuff on top of myself. And then all of a sudden, I'm buried. And now what? And I have freak out moments, just like anybody else. Um, everybody does. I'm sure Bezos does, you know, um, and, and like, this is where I'm at with this particular project. And, and so last night I sat down and I made my two column thing and I'm going to get it sifted. I'm going to send it to John and, and I'm going to let him make some of the phone calls. So. Right. I love that. I love, you know what? It's so, um, almost comforting to hear because you, I meet someone like you and it's like, what could possibly phase you when you've mastered the universe and fractal patterns? Like what could possibly be an issue? But it's such a human thing. We all, we all get there. We all get to there. And, and I think there's even a step before that, which is like, I don't even know who to call before I'm going to call my friend to make the list. I'm just sitting there going like, okay, I don't, I don't even know. Right. It's the, I don't know phase. <laughs> so you, you pass the, I don't know phase, you call the friend. This has been beyond incredible um tell everyone where to find you how to find out more how to learn more from you if you enjoyed what we talked about today go to perrymarshall.com and scroll down and you'll find a spot on my homepage. you can sign up for the 30-day street mba and it's 30 days of emails and i promise to punch you in the face with the very first one um, and, and, and so on for, and I, I really think that it, it will like give you a whole orientation to what we call affectionately planet Perry, perrymarshall.com, 30 street MBA. I love it. I'm totally going to sign up. No question. And I would recommend everyone else does as well. Guys, I will put that link in the show notes and on the site and everywhere that you consume this podcast. So Perry, last thing, surprise, I didn't warn you about this. I like to ask my guests for a quote. Does not have to be your favorite one of all time, but it can be. But I love quotes and I love how they just kind of summarize everything to send people on their way. Okay. News 
is old things happening to new people. Now, that might sound a little cynical, and it is, I suppose, but here's the thing. So I've, I've got this saying, I live by this, by the way, you should read something written before Gutenberg every day. Gutenberg, that is so cool. <laughs> Gutenberg was invented the printing press. Now, why would I why, why would I say this? If if it was written before the printing press and we still have it, it means that scribes copied it by hand in scrolls and hid them in urns so that the the burning of Rome and the sacking of Alexandria didn't like destroy it all. And like after all of the pogroms and wars and everything else, floods and everything, fires, if it survived, it means it's really, really, really good. And it means it reflects the human condition. And, and, and it's like universal truth, okay? And it's the exact opposite of tweeting, look at my sushi lunch that I'm having right now. <laughs> okay. And, and, and really, what, what social media is doing is people think they're getting in touch with humanity. They're actually getting more alienated from their humanity. I remember one of one, my favorite professor, he, um, and it, pardon if you don't recognize a historical reference, but we, we were reading some, I don't know, 200, 300 year old English literature thing in an English class. And it's like some government official is like hoodwinks some other guy, whatever it was. And he goes, this is Oliver North right here. And, and in the news right then, there was an Oliver North government scandal of some military guy. He goes, <laughs> look, this is the exact same thing. He goes, this stuff happens over and over and over again. Old things okay. happening to new people. Like yes. nothing new under the sun. Okay, so the fractal patterns, like they're big, they're small, yeah. whatever size they are, it's like the same stuff. And so if, if you can understand that humanity has hardly been presented with any new questions in the last 500 years, like you think everything's new? No, it's not. Uh, and it's not as hard to figure out. If you think everything's new, of course, you'll never figure it out, but it's not. It is figure outable. Like whatever's going on today, Solomon wrote about it in Proverbs 3,000 years ago. Totally. Okay. And, and this is, this will add such a sense of stability to your life. You're like, oh yeah, I've seen this before. I know how this is going to end. <laughs> Not going to do that. There's so many landmines you won't step on. Gutenberg every day. All right. I'm adding that to my morning routine now. That, that and the 30-day street MBA. Perry, thank you so much. All of you, there's more amazing things coming next week. So, you know, subscribe. And you definitely know someone who needs to hear this episode. So share the love <laughs> on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or on the website at sdran.com slash the podcast. And we will catch you next week. Perry, thank you again. Thank you, Esty. This was fun. Appreciate it.
is amazing. Okay, it's uh, stop recording. You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?